What was one of the craziest things you seen in there? A dude hit the deuce and jumped over the top tier. Mm. Come out, something was after him. Hit the deuce. What is deuce? Deuce is the penitentiary drug. It's mm-hmm. the penitentiary marijuana. Mm-hmm. It's paper. Yeah. But it's been sprayed or soaked. Mm-hmm. And they, you take your deuce and you like it, they'll sell it by a card, a half a card, a quarter card, mm-hmm. a book piece, you know, a book piece, a little square. And they wrap wire around it and take a battery and touch the battery. And when it starts smoking, you suck the smoke. Mm-hmm. Then about 15, 20 seconds later, you don't even know you're in the world. Mm. What's up, what's up? This is the Child by T Podcast. We'll get real, raw, authentic conversations. I'm your host, T. And to the right of me, we got my uncle, my dear uncle, the what's honorable. What's going on, man? What's up? The inconquerable, my uncle John. Tell him what's up. What's going on? How you feeling, Uncle? I'm all right, you know. A little stressed, but it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. I feel that. I definitely feel that. I want to jump right into it. The last time we had you on, you know, you pretty much talked about your area of life and, you know, yeah. your yeah. trials Coming and tribulations. Yeah. But I want to ask you this. You talked about the feds. I want you to go more into the feds because when you went, that was your first time ever going to federal prison, right? Yeah. First time ever going to prison, period. Period. Mm. Now, I had been to county jail about 100 times. Mm-hmm. Prison is totally different, man. Yeah. It's totally different. So what was your introduction to prison? This was your first time. How old were you at the time? 53. 53, your first introduction to actual prison. Yeah. What was it like at the time, going right in? I mean, it was like a, a larger scale of county jail. Mm. You know, county jail, you just stay in the pot. You can't move prison. You get to, you can move around, go in the yard, the rec center, or, you know, some library, church, somewhere, gym. It's always somewhere to go. Mm. But, you know, it's, it's always somebody to watch, too. Yeah. Cause somebody always watching you, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was a learning experience too. Yeah. You know, you learn a lot about yourself when they put you in, like where I was, we was three men to a cell. Mm-hmm. So you put three dogs in a pen, eventually they're going to fight. Right. You know, so, but we can't, we pretty much kept the peace all the time, but there were a lot of times wasn't no peace either. Mm-hmm. So you just had to, you know, do what you had to do. So your first day going in, your first, you seeing this facility a lot bigger than the county jail, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Walking into this mm-hmm. facility, what are your thoughts? Man, <laughs> I'm <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. That's all I can think about, man. But, you know, it was too late then. Mm-hmm. You know, the damage had been done, so I had to go and, you know, accept my consequences for it, for my thoughts and my actions. Yeah. Because there are some major ones that come with it. Yeah. But, you know... Um, when I first went in, the, the the guy that was booking me in or whatever, he was like, "You're you're oh, first timer, huh?" I was like, "Yeah, I ain't never been before." He said, "Uh, well, he said something about he said there's a lot of child molesters here." I was like, "It is." He said, "Yeah." He said, "He said you ever, He said there's a lot of trannies here too. You know, I'm country ass nigga. I ain't, I ain't <laughs> I'm in Illinois. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, what's a tranny?" Mm-hmm. He said, that's a man that thinks he's a woman. He said, you ever seen a man with titties? I was like, not in real life. He yeah. said, well, you're going to see a bunch of them here. <laughs> and what they do, man, they give them this pill called estrogen. Mm-hmm. And taxpayers pay for it because mm-hmm. the prison issue them. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and they go to pill line twice a day, every morning, every afternoon. 
to take them pills to make their nails grow, their titties grow, their skin get smooth, all that, man. Their hair grow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, though, but, you know. I remember one time it was so messed up in there, a man could go to the window and get a pair of bra and panties, and we couldn't even get a box of oatmeal cakes. Mm. <laughs> Come say we were messed up, man. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. But, you know, like, they got their own... Uh, Commissary list, mm-hmm. all women stuff available on there. You know, what was what was the um, was it a level of intimidation? You walking into this this facility and you seeing I all mean, this crazy. You know how they painted on the movies where it's like, well, oh, you know, niggas screaming yeah, and shit. Movie behind it. No, they don't do all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they gonna get you, they ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, you know, they gonna just do it. Mm-hmm. You don't even know it. Element of surprise. That's why when the doors open, but be up with your boots, huh? Yeah, because anything for subject to pop off, mm. you know? and and you be that one laying around sleeping in that bunk if you want to. Yeah, yeah, it's consequences behind that too. Mm. And they ain't good. Yeah, you either get robbed or raped. Yeah, one of the two. Mm. You lay in there sleep all day. They don't play that. So niggas still raping niggas in there. Man, yeah, mm. hmm. it's it's crazy, but it is. And you'd be surprised, man. How many of them dudes in there on that shit? I mean that stuff. Yeah, so it's just like that. That blows me though, because you got all these different. You got people in here with titties and everything like that. You got all these other. I mean, men. some of them look exactly like women. Yeah, yeah. Swear it was a woman looking at it walk from the back. Mm, so you decide you want to go in and rape a man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you touch one of them trannies, like they can run tell a lieutenant some shit. Like uh, he said he wanted he wanted me to suck him off. Mm. They ain't got to prove you said that. You got to prove you didn't say it. Yeah. Just because them trainings or the gays or the child molesters make any type of accusation against you, then it goes to the board. Right. And then if you found guilty, they're going to hit you with the hate crime. Mm. Add another five to 15 years to your sentence, depending on how much damage you did, you know. Mm. It's, it, and, and, and a lot of them, the gays and stuff, they know that too. That's why they'll intimidate you. Right. You know, they'll do something to make you want to jump on the car. But if you put hands on them, it's over with you, too. They're going to mm-hmm. ship you. Then they're going to take you outside and going to put you in, in, like, regular court. Mm-hmm. You know, and Give you some more time. That's how they operate. That's yeah. how they do. Um, what was one of the craziest things you seen in there? A dude hit the deuce and jumped over the top tier. Mm-hmm. Somehow something was after him. Hit the deuce. What is deuce? Deuce is the penitentiary drug. It's mm-hmm. the penitentiary marijuana. Mm-hmm. It's paper. Yeah. But it's been sprayed or soaked. Mm-hmm. And they you take it, deuce, and you like it they'll sell it by a card, a half a card, a quarter card, mm-hmm. a book piece, you know, a book piece, a little square. And they wrap wire around it and take a battery and touch the battery and when it starts smoking, you suck the smoke. Mm-hmm. Then about 15, 20 seconds later, you don't even know you're in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most time people they'll nod out. On yeah. It. Yeah, or or like my celly once. I was in the shower, you know, and, and, and like when some kick off, your whole car coming. Mm-hmm. And my celly was in there, and they thought me and him was in there fighting because he had the curtain up. See, when you got the curtain up, that's automatic. Doing nothing, whatever going on in there, you just walk back like it ain't happening or whatever. Yeah. The curtain up. And uh, my celly was in there, and they heard shit rattling and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were hollering like, oh, gee, oh, gee, you're fighting, man. So the crew from Nashville and a couple of them from Kentucky, one couple from Alabama, you know, we were South Car. So they all ran up and ran in my cell. 
I'm hollering at the shower. Hell, I ain't in there, man. I'm in the shower. Mm. Man, I get out. I come out of the shower. I knock on the door. And my cell didn't say nothing. I pull the curtain back. He done fell out on my damn bunk. Mm. Done tore up everything. And out of his locker, I kept a lock on mine. Mm. He throwed everything on the floor. And I came in. I'm like, Nate, what's wrong with you? This nigga said, oh, gee, I whooped that bitch, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about, man, I mean, that dude had him crazy. Man. Yeah, yeah. Had him crazy. So you saying he jumped off the top tier, the dude? Yeah, not, you know, not, not just him, not, but yeah, one but, of the guys. Yeah, one of them white boys. Mm. Just, so, he did just, he die? No, I think he broke his arm or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, he blew some ribs or something because he fell on his side. Mm. Yeah, man, I mean, I've never, when I first got there, I, I saw people they call it flipping out. Mm. Like, what the hell he on? Like, he on that dude's OG. Don't never touch none of that. That's what my seller was telling me. His name was Jay Bear. He was from uh, Springfield, Illinois. Mm. And he was like, man, don't don't never touch that shit, OG. That's what you're going to be doing. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, man, no, that ain't for me, bro. Yeah. I'm talking about there was this big native. His name was Star. Mm. Because they built a reservation on Star's land. Mm. Star get a three hundred thousand dollar check mm. every quarter yeah. of the year, cause that's what they pay him for putting that casino mm. on his land. Star about sixty thousand dollar worth of dues, man. Mm. It's jerky, and I get rich off of that shit. Damn, I'm talking about somebody come out and buy a Hellcat first day mm. type of shit from the dudes. Mm. I mean, it cause it's so easy, and they'll never stop it because mm. they can't detect it. Mm. But you know, they be trying. They done took every method that they know. And they still getting in. Yeah. What was that? What was that? That was a big thing in there, the drug trade. What was that like? Where I was, wasn't no drug, but mm. the deuce. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I was in southern Illinois. Mm. Out of three, four hundred guards, we had two black guards. Mm. This old black man and, and this big, I think she was a lesbian, dyke, or whatever you want to call it. One of them big chicks. Mm. That was it. All the rest of them were white boys. And they ain't bringing shit in. Nothing. Yeah. But not ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's over with. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, now they did have a smooth way of getting stuff in, but it's always a rat in the midst. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. And somebody told it. Because, see, the guys from the camp used to bring shit to the factory. Mm-hmm. And you go down there in the basement and, you know, they stash it down there. You go down there and get it. Yeah. But somebody told that. When they raided the spot in the basement, they got about five pounds of tobacco, about 25 sheets of deuce, uh, about an ounce of weed. They had weed and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, the Mexicans, I don't know what they be doing, but they be getting shit in all the time. They yeah. keep it. They, they keep everything. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want, they get it. Mm-hmm. And that was crazy, man. What is the whole structure of it? Is it, is it, a, is it basically like racially divided in prison? Well... <clears throat> Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, you ride with your car in the fields. Mm. What your car is is whatever state you're from. Mm. You know, you stick you stick with the same people from that state. Or or like if we said Tennessee car, then you know, we just be like Tennessee car. But then if you said we're in the South car, then if some pop up with a dude from Texas or Florida or anywhere in the South, mm. then you you know, you supposed to ride with him. Mm. Cause he in the south car, but most time what they do, they'll go to the shot caller mm. and let them try to squash it or sell it. You know, him this this one get on his people and this one get on his people, and you know they 
they should resolve it out. Like if you owe a debt and 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 you don't pay it, see, hand uh, hands on debt paid. That's the rule, mm. you know. But a lot of them, man, they just like I say with that deuce, it takes you to a whole nother world. Mm. I'm talking about they be blacking out and everything. Yeah. But back to what I was saying about the big native star. Mm. Star would hit that dude, run up out of the room. He said, jump on one of the tables in, 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 the, in the pod and start hollering, gather the braids, white men is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it, man. <clears throat> then one dude, he ran up out of his cell, run clean up out the pod. Mm-hmm. He like, we got CO fired and everything because that door wasn't never supposed to be unlocked. Yeah. You know, he's supposed to lock it. Dude, run clean up out the pod, man. He going down the hall like like he doing karate when they try to grab him. <laughs> they beat the shit out of him. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They whooped him, boy. I mean, mm. you know, when them guys come, like with them shields and the black boot type of shit. Mm. Yeah, you know, a lot of people say that's in the state, but shit. Where I was, they had a crew like that too. All white boys, man. Biggest white boys I've ever seen in my life. Mm. All of six, 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 eight, three, four hundred pounds. They didn't play either. Yeah. Buck if you want to. <laughs> it's over with. You go in the med. Yeah. So what what was all right, so you always, you know, since I know I know you my whole life, you always gave game, you've been like OG or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. What was it like seeing a lot of like young black men coming in there all the time? Man, cycle. I mean, it's like a revolving door, man. Some of them get out and don't stay out three months and they write back because mm-hmm. they don't violate. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of them in there, man, some of them that time hadn't hit them yet because you're 22 years old. Bro, they just gave you 562 months. Do you know not Do you not know how long, how much time that is? Yeah. Divide 12 into that and you're going to get your years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, OG, I walked that down. Bro, you finna be here about 60 years. Yeah. How you going to walk that down? You're 22 now. Yeah. They going to probably roll you out here in a wheelchair. Yeah. But most of them. They ain't going to make it no way because they got to be into everything. Got to, you know, always know what's going on. That's that's what you don't want to do mm-hmm. in prison. You know, never meddle in nobody else's affair. Mm-hmm. Respect is the main thing they teach you. In there. If, they, if you don't learn it, they got somewhere they're going to send you. Yeah. But, the mother, like I said, man, it's, it's, it's really a world within itself. Same rules as like in the street, but only they... I, Amped up a little more. Mm-hmm. Say like if, uh, like me and you having a conversation, mm-hmm. and somebody come and walk between us, mm-hmm. he fin he gonna get it. Yeah, we but not be shot callers. We just not. Mm-hmm. That's all you gotta do. Somebody coming. Yeah. As soon as he go in that cell, about four gonna run up in there on him. Mm-hmm. And ain't nothing you can do. Yeah. That's why they tell you don't get up when them doors open. Get up. Don't lay in the bed because you know me. I was lazy in hell and I went up in there. Want to sleep all day now? They don't play that. Yeah, Mm-mm. you gotta get up, OG. So it's just a high level of respect. Like you gotta yeah. respect. Yeah, them. most definitely. It, it, mm-hmm. You disrespect is consequences. Mm-hmm. It might be your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, depending on the level of disrespect you you put in. Yeah, you seen a lot of. Uh, you said a lot of them young guys come in and they won't make it because they get in other people's business. You ever seen anybody like get killed in there? Well. I don't know if he died or not, but yeah, I seen a bunch of them get stabbed. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think nobody died yet where I was, but shit, you've been stabbed 10, 12 times and, and all that, man. Over, and it be over some dumb shit. 
I ain't never seen no shit like that. Like, say if you're in the child hall line, mm -hmm. and and this guy right here from Illinois is up here, then you might have another little group, mainly let's say they from Chicago, so they were from up north, little group. And the dude in front of him, buddy, wanted, wanted to break line. If you allow him to break line, they're going to whoop him right there. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I believe every car got a sent out. Mm. Because they got, and them young boys, man, they just, they buck, man. I mean, they don't care. They ain't, they ain't got no respect for themselves, so you know they ain't going to have nothing for nobody else. Mm. When, when you try to tell them something, you know, some of them will listen. Mm. Most of them, shit, that shit in the left, straight out the right, man, because they act like, you ain't tell them shit. Then when they go and got to pay the consequences or pay the cost for their action, then they want to apologize and all that old type of shit. Mm -hmm. You can't do that, bro. Yeah. You know, like I said, ain't no, you don't owe no, you don't, you don't make a debt you can't pay. You don't make a bet you can't pay. You know, I mean, and like I said, you don't, you don't butt in nobody else's business. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is. You, if you walk, when you walk by a sale, you never look in that sale. Mm -hmm. Because what's going on in there ain't your business. Mm -hmm. And somebody's always watching, man. Yeah. Every car got like a spot, man. Mm -hmm. All they do is hang around in the pod and watch everything goes on. Mm -hmm. You know, and this, like I said, and then you got the, you got the uh, uh, what they call the uh, execution squad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, when they send about six up in the cell on you. Yeah. They ain't going to kill you, but you're going out on a stretch. Yeah. Cause don't nobody want that body. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that body they ain't playing about that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know, it's like I said, it's a world within itself, man. Mm -hmm. But you can learn a lot from people. You can learn more about yourself because I mean, you have to stay physically and mentally prepared, man. Because when you wake up every day and see the same thing every day, mm -hmm. you do the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Like repetitious, man, that shit get old. Yeah. And then you stop and think. Like I, I was telling my one of my little young homies, he was from Nashville. We called him Stink Man. Stink Man said uh, he was already a convicted felon, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, somebody had called him something or slapped him or did something. He went back. It was in the park. He went home, got a chopper, an AK-47. Mm -hmm. Came back and just started shooting. So I asked him, I was like, did you hit your target? He like, no, he got away. Yeah, he got away. Mm -hmm. He like, oh, gee, they gave me uh, seven years for the gun and 27 years for shooting that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. he, shot, he shot it in the park, you know, open, reckless endangerment. However many people in that park, he got that many attempted murders and all that. But his lawyer got it broke down. Mm -hmm. But they still gave him 27 years for shooting that gun and seven for having it. Mm -hmm. That's, man, that's, that's 34 years. Yeah. Uh, for shooting a gun, you didn't kill nobody. And it's fair time. Yeah, eighty five percent. No, you gonna do eighty five percent of that? Bring it almost to the door. Mm -hmm. Then if you up in there just being lazy, then you probably you certainly might never get up out of there. Your your date might not come back when you think it is, and all that man. Halfway house might be full. See, in my case, I didn't even have to go to the halfway house. Mm -hmm. I got released and came straight home. I didn't have to wear no ankle bracelet or none of that. Mm. I came straight home because when I was getting up, going to work in that factory every day for them damn 23 cents an hour, mm. uh, the 1st of January, they had passed a a, a a bill or something about that 
that you get a time reduction. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got my time knocked down. I, they knocked out about 13 months off my time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about yeah. 13. So because I was supposed to come home, I think it was like July of 23 or 24 or something. Mm-hmm. No, 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, we're not. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, you know, I got my time ready. They knocked my time off because I was working in that factory. Mm-hmm. I got about 30 certificates of shit when I was in there. I got, I took Spanish, mm-hmm. stock markets. I got my CDL, the written test part. Mm-hmm. I passed that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think I was going to get no truck help six years ago. Yeah, no, nah, I feel that. Shit. I feel that. I'm doing that. So it was really <clears throat> dudes like, whoa. Like, it was really dudes going in there getting raped. It was really dudes yeah, that come it, in, like, it's, what, it's, gangsters or these, like, like... Well, most of the time, you go in there, you show weakness. You know, you got drunk a mean mug in you and you don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Or, or you, you know, shy away or shit. Then they gonna, you, you got, like, if somebody call you out, like, if I step you and say, hey, man, I want some of your time. Mm-hmm. Everybody know what that means. Go to the mop closet. Mm-hmm. For the fight. Yeah. You got to fight. You're going to go in that closet, your car going to run your ass up top. Mm-hmm. And what that means, you got to get the hell up out of there. Yeah. Go to the hall. Mm-hmm. You know, get on the door. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go down there and knock on the door. Tell the CEO you want to check in. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they do it, though. Yeah, so it's just a matter of showing weakness for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you got a bunch of bullies in there, too. Manipulators, man. You got, you think, man. I don't know. Some of them in prison think. Now, it's a lot of talent in there. Mm-hmm. There's a dude that did portraits with a tattoo gun. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was cold too. Mm-hmm. Somebody, he put your whole family on your back, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was like spread it on there or something, mm-hmm. man. But he was good. But and he was high too. Yeah. But mostly everybody, you know, like with the artwork, you ain't supposed to have it. You ain't supposed to do it. They catch you with the with the homemade tattoo gun, then they call it contraband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you say it's a lot of manipulators in there? Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of them. I think they're the smartest jokers in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, extortions. Mm-hmm. You know, they do it all the time with the little white boy. Mm-hmm. Get on the phone with him, tell your mom going to beat you up. She going to put that money and run it here and run it there. And they run it. Mm-hmm. Because they be on the phone crying and shit. Yeah. Her dude that scared the shit out of them. Yeah. So, so the white boys, was it in like any Aryan brothers or anything? Oh, uh, yeah. We had, we had dirty white boys, we had some skinheads, and we had some Aryan Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, we had all the street gangs, mm-hmm. all them. But like I said, most of the time, we kept the peace. Like I said, you didn't you didn't touch another race without permission, mm-hmm. you know, or you had to talk to the shot caller. I can't just run up and start fighting you, mm-hmm. and you, you were of this set, and I'm of this set. Mm-hmm. I can't do that without I've discussed it with my shot caller, because mm-hmm. see, then you start racial wars or you start a, a lockdown, major lockdown or whatever. So, you know, you have to always just talk it out. Yeah. But now if they do something bad enough, it ain't worth talking. Oh, it's, it's on. Yeah. You know, they're they going to do what they got to do and then ask questions later. How do you determine if it's something bad enough? Well, when you hear him in that cell whooping him or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> yeah, or they tell you he done fell out on the deuce, mm-hmm. but they done beat him half to death. Yeah. I said, what be going on, man? Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you say you can't even touch white people in there. Like when you say well, touch, I like, mean, you mean like you be know, around them? Well, you, you, 
like say for example sale. Mm-hmm. Don't know white dude come in my cell ain't going in here. Right. So it's you you it's not even a white and black roommate uh, type of thing, you know. Not really. Yeah. No, not yeah. where I was because if most of the time they put you in a cell and you were comfortable there, you would leave or most of the time if they didn't want you in there and the seniority was up, they're gonna leave. Mm. You gotta go. Mm. And they don't care where you go, but you gotta go. Yeah. You gotta get up at and if ain't no more open beds or bunks in the park, you gotta check in. They're going to the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were down there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I never went to the hole though. I didn't never make it. I always try to keep it peace and shit. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of times it, it didn't do no good because they wasn't listening. Yeah. But like the young generation of the day, they mm-hmm. didn't listen. Mm-hmm. What was it like seeing them dudes? Was it disheartening? Was it did it break your heart seeing them dudes coming in with all these gun right. charges again? And, and all that time, mm. yeah. And then they run around there like they at the playground somewhere. Yeah, like, they don't even understand. They, it, 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 the reality of it hadn't hit them yet. Yeah, it'll hit them in about the next two years, maybe three. When you wake up, look around, realize where you at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even though you've been there three years, but you didn't take it serious. Mm-hmm. And you've been there three years, and then they tell you, you got something like. 49 more to go. Yeah. Type of shit, man. That shit break you down. Yeah. But you have to stay strong mentally, man. Because like I said, it's always somebody want to try you, want to try to punk you out. Or, you know, so That's why when you never go nowhere by yourself. Mm-hmm. You always take a homeboy or you take, you know, somebody in the car with you. Mm-hmm. Whether it's walking a track, whatever you're doing, just so you don't never be by yourself. Mm-hmm. One time, though, you know, they was trying to run a... In my part, they was trying to run Tennessee Cobb top mm-hmm. because one of the dudes in there was my celly. I was in cell with it, but this little guy coming there and going to rob him. Mm-hmm. The little dude going to rob him was from Tennessee too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then stuff like that, that, that sets off like a gang, a chain reaction and shit, man. Mm-hmm. A, a racial war or just an in-house war, fight with each other. It all because, you know, somebody did something out of line shit. But, you know, like I said, man, it's, it's, it's a learning experience, man. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of shit about myself, yeah. about myself as well. But I learned a lot of shit about people, too. Mm-hmm. You know, people going to be people. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? What, people going to be people? Mm-hmm. You have to know, like, who, how. You have to know if you're in the presence of a snake, just know you're going to get bit. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. A liar, you know you're going to get told a lie. Mm-hmm. A thief put up all your values. Mm-hmm. Just pay attention to, to your circle or who around you. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, some think they're professional con men. Yeah. They're, they know it's time to go to, say, commissary every day, come up. They're going to come to you because you the newbie and ask you for something. Uh, and you don't get, know. Yeah. You get it to them one time, then it's over with. They're going to do it every time until mm-hmm. you shut them down. Mm-hmm. Then when they try to get the attitude with you, that's when you know you probably got to fight. Because if you just let him talk crazy and all that, then everybody in the park going to talk crazy to you. Yeah. So you got to fight. Yeah. I told you, my I, my first fight, you know, I was doing me, doing what I do, getting my little paper. And and uh, this big dude, he well, he was about my son Jamon's size. Mm-hmm. You know, so he, what, about 6'3"? Yeah, I get him about 6'2". He was about 6'1", 6'2". Uh, 2'8", and, uh, some shit like that. So... I sent one of my homeboys up there to get get my commissary from him. Mm-hmm. He came back with a note, dude, and said he didn't get it. He didn't go to the store this week. 
But my other homeboy done already seen him because I was at work done already seen him come in with the commissary bag and take it straight to the other dude's cell. Mm-hmm. So, you know, stink man didn't want to whoop him. I was like, man, it ain't even worth it. So I said, it beef with me. So he was like, man, you gonna, how you going to be sending your boys? I ain't sending nobody up there. But That's what the uh, dude was telling you, yeah, how you going to send your gonna boys? He going to tell me, and then he going to tell me he want some of my time. Mm-hmm. So when he did, I mean, you know, everybody know what, you know what that means. Mm-hmm. She head to the mop closet, get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, man, I run in there, I went up in there, you know, four of my homeboys were with me. He had one dude with him. And I run up in there, I hit him with a two-piece. Bam, bam. Mm-hmm. That man hit me. I saw Jamon, Queet, Elijah, <laughs> Maya, Elijah, and Malachi. Mike, man. He would get ready to grab me and hit me again, but my homeboys wouldn't let him. They grabbed me. I was like, nah, let him go, man. Mm-hmm. You know, fair fight one-on-one. Because mm-hmm. I did hit him first. I told him, I might throw the first lick. Might not throw nail nothing after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, dude, like, he knocked me silly, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I ever been hit that hard in my life. Because mm-hmm. I ain't been in too many fist fights in my life. Not many. Mm-hmm. You know, but in there, you get called out, you got to fight, man. Yeah. If you don't, so they said, run up in your cell and just start taking your shit. Mm-hmm. Cause they know you ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah. And now the crew where I was from St. Louis, mm-hmm. them guys of a different breed. Man. They cut from a different cloth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they, they, they. I don't know. It's just something about them, but they, they didn't. They didn't take no shit though. Yeah. Cause we was right there in their backyard, St. Louis, right here. We and Mary in mm-hmm. Illinois, right here. Mm-hmm. And they were deep too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, probably about three or four hundred. Yeah. In the, in their car. St. Louis, mm-hmm. and they a lot of them. Like if the the, the shot call on this side of the other part or the, the facility, then they might be over here trying to start some trouble. See mm-hmm. with the white boys or the Mexicans or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, but if you do that, then you they're gonna run you up top because that's what get racial wars started. You know, that's what get shit took away. They take TV, phone, visitation, concert, everything. They do that, you know, they might do that shit for two weeks. Yeah. So you already bored as hell, but then you gotta sit there for two weeks and not do nothing. Yeah. So what what was it about the other guys from St. Louis? What were they vicious? What would they do? Like what they... uh, well, yeah, yeah, mm. they would fight. Mm-hmm. What they, made them different? They it just they style is just different. Mm-hmm. Different. Like, I don't know, they always like most of them when they be they used to be getting their pictures sent in. They they used to always compare their outfits and shit. Yeah, everybody had to wear a name brand. So you ain't wearing a name brand in St. Louis. You might stay at home mm-hmm. type of shit because you ain't gonna pull no girl or nothing. Yeah, they, they looking for the name brand type mm-hmm. of shit. Niggas. Everybody tried to be trying to wear a name brand. Dude told me he paid eighteen hundred dollars for a belt. Mm-hmm. And I was like a belt. And I said, yeah, man, it was a. He said it was a Chanel. I told him, I don't give a damn what it was. Ain't no 1800 for no belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so. you know, I guess if you got it, you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to wear name brand, you're going to pay name brand prices. I hear a lot about them. Uh, you have a lot of Baltimore guys in there. I hear they pretty yeah. tough. Yeah, well, Baltimore, D.C., mm-hmm. they on that shit, though. They, yeah. Them D.C. dudes, they want to do a lot of raping and shit. Ah, uh, they was doing a lot of raping. Yeah, they on it. Mm-hmm. You know? I guess it's probably their normal life for some on the street. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. But all of them was on that, man. Mm-hmm. They was on that raping, taking shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, you know how that go, though. Mm-hmm. 
But like I said, if 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 you just carry yourself, man, main thing is the respect thing, man. It's a big they they hard on that. You disrespect they hard, bro. Yeah. You you going about it on that stretch. Yeah. Like I said, they ain't gonna kill you because they don't want that body. But they gonna you're gonna be real close to dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the time they bring you up out of there. So you said you learned a lot of things and a lot of stuff came, you know, from your time in there. You learned a lot mm -hmm. about yourself, learned a lot yeah. about people. What would you uh, tell the young dude right now that's out on the street doing what he's doing? What would you tell him? Because eventually he's going to go to where you went. Mm -hmm. What would well, you tell him? Well, I mean, only advice I, I could give him is, like, you know, do the right thing. Yeah. Because there's consequences to your action. Mm-hmm. You know, whether they're good or bad, there's consequences. And like with a, you know, a lot of youngsters today, man, they're they on that, like, they can't, they're not going to disrespect, they ain't going to be tolerated. Right. You know, but sometimes, some things better left unsaid, you know. Mm -hmm. See, you, I, like me, I'm, I'm at the point now in my life where if trouble come my way, I'm going to look at what I got to lose. Right. You know, no, all right, bro. I, I'll let you have this. Mm -hmm. It's not because you a coward. It takes a bigger man to walk away. Mm -hmm. But you know, like I said, if you're gonna give it all away, it cost some. He called me a bitch. They gave a dude twenty years for that. Yeah. He, he shot a dude and then killed him because he called him a bitch. Mm -hmm. But you know, mama taught us it ain't what they call you, baby. It's what you answer to. All right. So you know, I just like I said, uh, I didn't really have. That was the only incident. I only. Trouble I had in prison my whole four years. Mm -hmm. Then, because most, you know, a lot of the young ones, they respected me and shit. Get because I was always telling them something. Like I used to tell one, bro, they can't pay a, they can't pay a professor $100,000 a week to teach you better than a mistake. Yeah. You know, and they can't. A mistake is the best teacher in the world. But sometimes, as human, we still go back yeah. and do the same thing over again. Yeah. You know, and, then, it, it, and when it, you know, catches up with you, like, damn, dang shit again, type of stuff. I done did that again, or, you know. Mm -hmm. But like I said, with the, the younger generation now, I mean, like, me, I uh, I, I got several friends, you know, like, they, they young, mm -hmm. but, and, and most of them is, I think they got them crazy here. Mm -hmm. The generation between the age of 25 and 40. Mm -hmm. The females, anyway, ain't no help for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, for real, bro. I'm mm -hmm. talking about I, uh -uh. I had to let that go. So the best course of action always moving forward is just to... to do right. Do right. Because yeah. that place ain't no place for nah, you. No, nah, it ain't, bro. Like I said, man, you in there with lifers and everything. Yeah. You know, all, you in there with... 1,600 different attitudes, you know, 1,600 different chains of thought. Mm -hmm. Somebody, well, you got this group over here, I always think about trying to how to get over on somebody or who they're going to rob there or who they, what they're going to take today. And you know, you got the squads in there. Because I had to, I got on a couple of my little guys, man. They run around there robbing everybody on the unit, running up in sales, just taking super shit. Mm -hmm. But they shipped them. They got rid of them real quick. Yeah. I knew, <laughs> I knew they wasn't going to last, man. That stuff they were doing, mm. but like I said, uh, between them child molesters and, and and the pedophiles and the trannies, but uh, you know, you speak or whatever, but you 
cuss one of them, you said you get fined or get some time or whatever because that's the first time I heard some verbal assault. Verbal yeah. assault. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Different world. Different world. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Man, I appreciate you having me, nephew. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I think a lot of the, your story and what you've been through, you can kind of shed light on a I mean, lot of yeah, different Like I said, though, to, to, to the youth, man, it, it's, it ain't even worth it. It ain't worth it, cause if if you take a life, you done took two, cause yours gonna be gone too. Yeah, you know, like I said, you wake up in a in a eight by eight by ten cell, and then there was three of us in an eight by ten cell. They had two bunks on the wall, like the top bunk, and then the middle bunk went this way, mm-hmm. and then the bottom bunk. Yeah, there's three bunks, and and like. Uh, two people couldn't be up out of the bunk at the same time, you know. So you have to learn. We have to learn the technique, you know. There's certain rules. You don't spit in the sink. You spit in the toilet because mm-hmm. the sink be used as a cooler sometime, or you know, might be cooking something in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I said, oh man, it's just it was all right. Mm-hmm. I learned something. I learned a lot. Yeah. Learn not to want to go back. Yeah, yeah, nah, and that's key. That's key. Nobody should be in there. Mm-mm. But listen, listen, uh, like I said, Uncle, I appreciate you coming on. Man, I'm glad you had me, man. Mm-hmm. If you're watching right now, I need you to go get the merch. I need you to go uh, check out our website. It's uh, www.chopbyteapodcast.com. You can go get the merch. You can go check us out. You know, offer up a uh, supper. That's what they call it. You can offer up a supper. Are you uh Donate, subscribe to get exclusive content. Listen, this is the Chop by T Podcast. It will get real. Bro, I think the conversations. Until next time. Peace.